thank you father god for the privilege to come again to hear you through this particular series it is my prayer that you will speak to each and everyone in jesus name amen so i want to welcome you to the to the women in revival podcast and welcome to this particular season as we trust god to speak to us yet again i've just felt that in this series i want to talk to my fellow sisters i want to talk to my single sisters i want us to rub hearts together even in this series and it is my prayer that the little thoughts we share together the lord will put his blessing upon this thing and make it a blessing unto each and every of our hearts so this time we are looking at single and sound insight single and sound insight i dare say there are many many single sisters in the church who are not sound inside they cannot see the way god sees so some are actually regretting their singlehood so it is my prayer that in this short series the lord himself will encourage your heart to see your singleness in a new way if you miss any episode in this series do feel free to go back to our website www oakofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us you should be able to do that on our contact us page so on this particular new season single and sound insight i will be speaking to the various types of single sisters maybe you've never been married maybe you are a single mother maybe you are you are single because you are a divorcee maybe whatever I just pray that the Lord will speak to you even in this series. So today let us look at singleness, having the right perspective, having the right perspective of singleness. Our world is such a complicated world. The definition our world gives singleness has made singleness to look awkward, to look terrible, to look whatever you may want to call it. Having God's perspective of singleness will bring you encouragement and it will bring you fruitfulness even in your singleness. And for us to get the right perspective of singleness, you can't go to the world. The world will pollute your mind. The world will discourage your mind. I know it's rather unfortunate that even in some of our churches, we are more or less a source of discouragement to single sisters because we felt if they are not married they are not yet complete and meanwhile our completion is in christ jesus we find completion in christ jesus it is in him that the old body fully dwelled christ is the head of principalities and powers so he is our head also so we find completion in christ jesus not in marriage I'm praying that the Lord will help us to find God's heart for our singleness so that you don't journey through your single years in sadness and sorrows and you know all sorts of so for us to get the right perspective of singleness we can't afford to go to the world we can't afford to go to social media we can't afford to go to the world magazines and books all these motivational books rather we will get the right perspective by approaching the right source and the right source for us christian ladies is the word of god 
God's word is the right source that he has made available for us to know him and to know ourselves and to know every season of our lives. And the word of God handles singleness. So that is what we'll be doing. We'll be looking at the word of God to discover even God's perspective on singleness. And singleness is not a disease. It's not a stereotype. It is a season of life and it is a gift from the Lord. Let's first read Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 and it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God. I will also forget thy children. So what are we seeing here? The Bible says, God's people, single sisters in the church, we are perishing. Why? Because we lacked knowledge. The NIV says, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. And there are single sisters who may be hearing me. As you are getting knowledge through this podcast series, I want to challenge you. Don't reject the knowledge you may be impacted with, even on this series. Because the other part of that verse 6 of Hosea 4 says, it says, because you have rejected knowledge. So you don't want to reject knowledge. Whatsoever the Bible says about singleness is what you should allude to. It's what you should hold on to. It's what you should build your single life even upon. And I'm praying that the Lord will do so. He will help you not to be a single without knowledge or a single sister that reject the knowledge of God. And also Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 says, To everything there is a time, to everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Are you seeing? There is a time for singleness. Says to everything there is a season. Verse 2. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck. And a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. So are you seeing? There is a time for everything. Don't look at friends and say, well, they are married. You know, if only I can change my status. My status. No. God says for, for everything, there is a time. There is a time for singleness. Some of us may have to be single for the rest of our lives. So what matters is to understand the plan, the purpose of God for your singleness and to accomplish the plan of God for your life, whether married or single. And 1 Corinthians 7 verse 34 says, There is difference also between a wife and a virgin. The unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. Can you say I'll stop just on that first part? If I read it from the NIV, it says, And his interests are divided, and a married woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. So, are you saying? So, God's perspective to your singleness is to be concerned about his affairs. Obviously, we are not saying married women should not be concerned about the affairs of the Lord. But as of now, you don't have a husband to focus your mind on. While I know you may have other people in your life that you are responsible for. But I'm seeing the Lord saying the purpose of the single years, which you must have the knowledge of, is so that you can concern yourself about the Lord. 
the single years is an opportunity to grow more even in the Lord. And I'm praying that the Lord will help you to have the right perspective of singleness, that you will not see singleness as a cause or something negative. Rather, it's a time to get closer with the, to the Lord. It's a time to be more involved in God's work. It's a time to build up yourself in your most holy faith. And it's a time to make yourself ready to be a good wife if marriage is what God will bring in your way in the nearest future. It is my prayer that you will continue to get the right perspective of singleness. Get down to the word of God. Immerse yourself in the scripture. You know, look at what the Bible says about singleness. Look at people who are single in the Bible. Look at the Lord Jesus himself. Look at Brother Paul. You know, and see what can the Lord teach you. These are ways that you can have the right perspective of singleness. Look at a woman called Mary Magdalene. We did not have any record that she was married. So take perspective concerning your singleness from the Bible. And as you take the word of God as the source of your perspective, you will find out that you will have the right perspective of singleness and you will enjoy your singleness. And I want to use this time to challenge you. Where are you in your work with God? What is happening with your prayer life? What is happening with your study life? What is happening with your fellowship with brethren? What is happening with your life? Which Christian book are you reading presently? These are ways to get the right perspective of your singleness. What are you investing your time, your life on as a single woman? I'm praying that the Lord will help you to get the right perspective and also to company with the right kind of sisters. Make sure you are not in friendship with ladies that will detire your heart from the Lord, that will pull your heart away from the Lord, or that will give you a wrong perspective of singleness. I'm praying that the Lord will help you and surround you with godly people who will continually shape your perspective of singleness in line with the word of God. Amen. Father God, thank you so much for this series and how you started us up yesterday. It is my prayer that you will continue whatsoever is in your heart for my single sisters. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you back to this series of Women in Revival podcast and I'm praying that you will find it a blessing. If you missed yesterday's episode, please do go back to our website www.okofrighteousness.co.uk and if you need to contact us, feel free to contact us on our contact us page on our website or send us your message or WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. So today we are going to move on on this series, single and sound insight. God wants you as a single woman to be sound insight, to be a woman of focus. 
when i'm saying sound insight i'm talking of focus i'm talking of perspective of life i'm seeking for single sisters who do not see themselves who will not see themselves as victims singleness does not make you a victim no god has a plan for your single years and that is the most important thing to know the plan of God for your single years and to accomplish the mind of God for your single years. That is the most important thing. And I'm praying that as we go through this series again, the Lord will challenge your heart and encourage your heart. So what I'll be doing today on this particular series, I want us to look at various kind of singleness and see the encouragement the Lord will bring us. So we are looking at encouragement to single sisters. And I'm first going to take single mothers or sisters who are single by divorce. I know there are women, there are sisters who are single mothers. You are single-handedly raising your children, your sons, your daughters. You are single-handedly raising children. I know there are single sisters who found themselves single after marriage. Their husband divorced them. So I'm praying that as we look at... um, today's episode the lord will bring you encouragement in jesus name i can think of sisters who have been a blessing to my life who are who are divorcee they've remained single for years now and i'm praying that the lord will bring this particular episode and make it a blessing to you so encouragement to single sisters first let's talk about single mothers single those who are single by divorce i know there are many challenges raising a child by yourself or raising children by yourself and if you are a woman raising boys alone i know it can be quite challenging but i want to encourage you that god is able to offer you help and the first that i want us to do looking at this encouragement for single sisters um, as we talk about single mothers and single those who are single by divorce i want us to look at psalm 46 verse 1 to 5 first and it says I think I should read it from the NIV, yes, and it says, God is our refuge and strength, and ever-present help in trouble. And what is the encouragement we are taking from this verse 1 of Psalm 46? As a single mother, as a divorced single sister, God says, I am your refuge. The possibility to be seeking refuge from men that you are not married to is quite high and this is where having the right perspective comes in this is where i've been sound in sight comes in god says i am your refuge and i am your strength i am an ever-present help in your trouble so a single mother or a woman who found herself divorced who is getting a deeper understanding of this psalm 46 verse 1 who sees god as a refuge and strength as a very present help in trouble such a woman will not fear verse 2 therefore we will not fear though the heart give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with fear with their surging there is a river who streams midla the city of god the only place where the most high dwells god is within her you see god is within a single woman who have learned to make god a refuge she will not fall god will help her at break of day 
I love the King James of this verse 5, the latter part of verse 5 says, God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved, God shall help her. I love that. And that right early. God will come at the right time. God shall help you as a single mother, as a divorced woman. God shall help you. Yes, you may say, well, after all, the divorce was not my fault, blah, 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 blah. I know. But the point we are taking here is to look to God as your refuge. Don't look to other men as your refuge. Don't feel insecure when you are in the midst of married women. Look to God as your refuge. And it says you will not fear, even though things have been shaking. As a single mother raising your children, maybe there are chaos. Maybe there are challenges. Maybe you are at a stage when you are raising boys and you don't even know what to do. God says, if you make me your refuge, God knows how to lead someone into the life of your son. I'm thinking of a dear friend who suddenly become a widow a couple of months ago. And you know, she, she's got sons. And I remember we were talking and to the glory of God, there was somebody in their church who says, give me the boys. And the person kind of become, and the person kind of become like a discipler to these boys. So God knows what to do. He is your refuge and strength. So this is an encouragement to single mothers. Maybe you become single as a result of widowhood or for whatever reason, and you have covenanted yourself to work with God. There is hope for you. And also now in Acts chapter 16, verse 1, the Bible says, I'm reading it from the NIV also, Paul came to Derby and then to Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was Jewish and a believer, but whose father was a Greek. So even though this verse is not saying that Timothy's mother was a single woman, but to be honest with you, she single and deadly raised Timothy because Timothy's father was not a believer. So for those of you who are single and deadly raising your sons, your daughters, trust the Lord as your refuge. If God could help Timothy's mother, he can help you. And also that same two thing, that same Timothy, but this time now second Timothy chapter one, and we take verse five. And this time, let's go to the book of 2 Timothy, Paul's epistle to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 5, it says, I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Louise and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. So this is Paul talking to Timothy, that look, I am reminded of your sincere faith. This was a Timothy that was raised by, so to say, a single mother. A mother who was married, but married to a non-believer. So, Paul said, there is something I saw in your life. And it reminds me of your faith. There is a faith you have, which is a faith that was passed down to you from your grandmother, from your mother. So, why am I reading this? As a single mom, you know, tap into the wisdom of older women around you. It might be your biological mother. It might be older women in the church. Tap into their wisdom. I'm sure there are older women who have raised sons or daughters single-handedly. Tap from their wisdom. The Lord has enriched the church 
with all the resources that we ever need for our Christian journey. I pray that you will tap into that. Then now, I have the single mother, a single mother outside wedlock. Maybe you have children, but you have them unmarried. And now you are single-handedly raising them and you are living in regret, in pain, yes, in guilt, no, in a dying noon. The Bible says the days of ignorance are, are wiped out. They are winked up. They are looked over. They are, they are put behind. So in that case, don't settle into your guilt for long. I'm going to read Isaiah 62 for you to hear from verse 1. And it says, For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet till her vindication shines out like the dawn. Her salvation like a blazing torch. The nations will see your vindication and all kings your glory. And you will be called by a a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. For no longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate, but you will be called Ephziba and your land Beulah. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. Are you saying? So God wants to be your husband. Having had children outside wedlock, Maybe for you, you are these children before you come to know the Lord. You've lived in a relationship without getting married. Or maybe you were actually a believer, but you left the Lord, you backslid. And now it's dawning on you that you, you have come with a repentant heart. Yes, you felt guilty for what you've done. That is good. But at this junction now, you now need to arise and get deeper into the Lord. Because God says you will no longer be called deserted. He says you will no longer be called forsaken. I want to marry you. So if you have genuinely given your life to the Lord, even though you've had children outside wedlock, there is hope for you in Christ Jesus. Christ wants to be your husband. Christ wants to lead the way for you. Christ wants to be your shepherd. So there is a need now to submit yourself and your children even to the leadership, to the lordship of Christ. You can't go about messing about. No, you can't do that anymore. Your land, God says, will be married. Christ wants to marry you and he knows how to take care of you and your children. Another set of singles that I want to quickly encourage also are the spinsters. Those who have never married, you've never, no marriage, no child, nothing. You know, I want to encourage you. It's easy to look at marriage and see marriage as the only way out for you. I felt, oh, if only I have a husband, you know, this will be this, that will be that. And I dare tell you that if you are not settled in Christ, marriage will not settle you. That is the honest truth. Marriage will not settle you unless you are first settled in Christ Jesus. So I want to encourage you as a spinster, never married, no child. You have a greater opportunity to get to know God better, get to tap into him, get to know his purpose for you as a single woman and thrive even in your singleness. Let your life be an adorning to the Lord, even in the years of your singleness. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 8 to 9 says, Now to the unmarried and the widows I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I do. This is Rapport talking. 
But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to bond with passion. So the bit that I want to hinge on here is the need not to bond with passion. Don't let your life be a passive life. That everybody you see, you are thinking maybe it's your potential husband. Don't live such a life. Don't let marriage be the passion of your heart. Let Christ be the passion of your heart. You know, let him be the craving of your heart, even in these years of your singleness. And it is my prayer that the Lord will bring you encouragement as a single woman, even as a spinster. If you have any need for counseling or whatsoever, please do feel free to contact us on plus four four. 7944-398-415. May the Lord encourage you as a single woman, whether you're a single mother, a divorced woman, a a woman, a single mother outside wedlock, a spinster, a widow, whatever. I'm praying that the Lord will encourage your heart and you will find the need to grow closer with the Lord in holiness of life and of character. Amen.